Walter Balfour, the two in brass. I'm Carson Sestouli, recording the introduction to this edition of Fangraphs Audio from the press box of Citizens Bank Ballpark in Philadelphia, PA. In addition to a Friday night game between Atlanta and the hometown Phillies, uh, Philadelphia is also serving as host uh, to this year's Sabre Conference. That is Sabre Conference number 43, I believe, uh, Sabre 43. That sort of in, uh, information is relevant to this edition of the podcast. Uh, my guest on this edition predominantly, and my guest predominantly is David Temple of Knockrafts, also of the podcast Stealing Home, also a notable uh, IT professional in the Minneapolis metro area. Uh, I uh, I talked with uh, David Temple in the lobby of the Marriott downtown where Sabre 43 is currently going on because it is a conference and because uh, the interview did take place, the conversation took place in a lobby where, of course, other people around. One of those people of NBC's Hardball Talk and also AaronGleeman.com was Aaron Gleeman himself. So while uh, probably 80% or 75% uh, of this podcast is concentrated entirely on David Temple, uh, it's probably fair to say that another uh, circa 25% is all Aaron Gleeman all the time. Uh, in fact, uh, this seems like all the information that is relevant uh, to this introduction, so let's end it. Uh, it's Fangraphs Audio. It features David Temple um, um, in a lobby and also with Aaron Gleeman. And, uh, and it begins right now. Because I use more sophisticated software than you do. Okay. Is this a level check? Yeah, this is I can adjust the gain from my side. Is that is that what you want? Yeah, maybe you just... Uh, I'm just checking the gain here. Yeah. I mean, you tell me to turn it up or down. I, well, actually, it looks like you got a handle on it. Yeah, I mean, I've used it before. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you've just... Uh, just as we were getting on here, you've been telling me about uh, how you went to school for this, how you know all about sound. But what I noticed is that you were already slapping the table. I didn't know... It comes through the bass here. Yeah. Yeah, reverberation. Yeah. That's what we call it. Maybe a little I, bit. I say I went to school for... I took... I took one... Uh, like, uh, electric... Electronic music course, so... So you're ready. Comes. Yeah, yeah. You're ready for, for anything. Look at that. I'm on the uh, internet now. We should know... Okay. Well, we should know, first of all, that you are David Temple. Yes. A uh, contributor to Knockrafts, the pages mm-hmm. of Knockrafts. Yep. Uh, also the proprietor, sole proprietor of Stealing Home. Correct. 100% correct. The Stealing Home podcast. Stealinghome.org. Stealinghome.org, which is a, a podcast about uh, baseball. One could say it uh, borrows aesthetically from NPR. It's got an NPR aesthetic, yeah. And I don't think that I, I'm not. This is not to disparage at all. I, I nope. listen to NPR with some frequency when my wife is listening to it. <laughs> and uh, no, no, it's not. It's not, not to disparage you. And then, um, and also, you were cited by NPR recently. I was, yeah, on the NPR uh, on the NPR website at least. Yeah. Uh, somebody uh, talked about. Um, uh, the knuckleball, basically, and and referenced a a piece a piece I did uh, with regard to Chelsea Baker. Chelsea Baker, correct. Chelsea Baker is a young woman. She's a young woman. Uh, yep. Probably, I think she's maybe 17, 16 or seventeen now. Mm-hmm. But she got profiled as a young woman, like fourteen, probably for uh, throwing a knuckleball, like exclusively, almost. Right, and she was actually taught by 
Uh, Joe Necro. Joe Necro. Yes. Himself. Yep. She calls him Coach Necro. Yes. Right. And or something like that. Coach. Maybe she just called him Coach. Probably Coach. Coachy. Coach. No. And but he's dead. He's a dead person now. Yeah. So she. I don't know what she calls him now. Yeah. Probably still Coach. She does call him. Yes. Well, it, if, is it like an ESPN? Yeah, like there's a, a, I don't know if it's a 30 for 30, no, it's not 30 for 30, it's nine by nine E60, E60 maybe or something, one of those? E60. Yeah, one of those there. Nine for there's nine. There's a feature about nine it. Nine by nine. Okay. No, that's, I mean, that's not anymore, I mean, they do that. That's a thing. That's a thing now, but she wasn't you featured do, on that. you see what you're doing right there? Yes, yeah, I pounded it. Should be noted that uh, master sound technician <laughs> David Temple... Has just pounded the table once again. For emphasis, in yeah, errantly for emphasis. Okay. Uh, let's see. What have we noted and what haven't we? Uh, let's note this. Okay. That for, all right. We've noted that David Temple is the guest. What we have not noted is our location. And that is the Marriott. The downtown Marriott. Downtown Marriott in Philadelphia, PA. Yep. Pennsylvania. P- yep. Mm-hmm. And we are in it. We are in within its bowels. We were in the, would you call this the lobby? It's almost a rotunda. Uh, it's, yeah, it has a rotunda quality. Um, and, uh, we are in, we are inside of it. People are looking at us. They do not understand what's going uh, on. Not too hard. Oh, there's a waiter that walked by who really gave a, gave a, a long glance at our area. At, uh, what at was our happening. gentlemen's areas. Okay. Yeah. Alright. That's how most, that's how I do most of my, Visual correspondence. Is that how you think people look at you all the time? I am an object. I think, so like, when you talk to people and they're embarrassed to be in your presence, so they look, naturally look down because... That's how... Because they're not comfortable in their situation, you think they're looking at your gentleman's area, your swimsuit area. Well, those are two different things because you haven't seen how I wear a swimsuit. (laughs) Not gentlemanly, from what I understand. I wear it differently than a lot of people. All right. I'm excited. There's a pool here on well, the seventh floor. Let's which take is, it. Yeah. Doesn't that seem odd? We're going to take a dip. It seems odd that there's that much water that, on the seventh floor. That seems heavy. That seems we, heavy. Listen, we are in the lobby of the, of the Marriott. Yeah. Reputable hotel. Yeah. And uh, we are uh, we are here because this is also the same hotel in which Saber... 43. Conf- Saber 43 is taking place. Correct. You are, you have, you are a paid attendee. Yep, I'm a member of Saber and a paid attendee. And you, um, and it should be noted, David Temple, this is an anniversary of sorts. Of our meeting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, actually, I should also, I should note before I talk about you. Okay. This is actually literally my, my wedding anniversary today. Is that right? It is. Congratulations. Yeah, four years. This is making sure. I did the calculations in my head, make sure it wasn't my wedding anniversary. Yeah. When's yours, do you know? Uh, it's in June, so okay. we're good. You're good. Yeah, it's a, uh, um. So how long, how long have you been married? Four, four years, like I just said, seconds ago. Okay. And, um, what I told my wife was yesterday, I said, uh, I said, you know, uh, if you don't, if you don't shape up, this might be a one-term marriage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? You think the voters are gonna? Uh, I said there's a question mark. Yeah. It's a tight race? Should we call Nate Silver? Yeah, Nate Silver. We'll have him weigh in. He's he not going to come on. He will not come on. He's not going to. He's not here. Anyway, uh, 
We, yes, to so, save So anyway, congratulations for you. Yeah, but it's also, uh, you and I are having our first anniversary together. Yes. Uh, it was a year ago at uh, Saber 42, I guess. Yeah, I mean... In Minneapolis? The, yes, that is correct, but uh, Saber 42 was like a month earlier than this, I feel like, or almost... I feel like it was, it was earlier in July. It's the event, the event. Though. You're right. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You get it. You get it. What do you yeah. get? You're just checking your... I'm just making sure my phone is on vibrate. Yeah. And away from me. Yeah. So I'm not... To not be distracted. Um, so that, that's why we are here. I've, uh, I've flown... I flew in today from Chicago. Your flight was delayed multiple times, it yep. sounds like. And yeah. uh, we spent a, quite, a, quite a bit of time in the tarmac. Oh. Yeah. So you weren't like you were delayed in a, inside of a plane. I was delayed outside of a plane and then inside of a plane. Well, what are you gonna do? I mean, it's not like I can't control it. We, uh, you weren't. I, I flew in with uh, Mike Bates this and is, Bill this Parker. Is, this is a different story. Yeah, but I'm saying, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm I'm leading up to my uh, terrible fear of flying. Like I have a. You have one. I have one. And it's, it's not as bad as it used to be. I've gotten a lot better, but it Do used to be Do you take Clonopin or Xanax? Or? Uh, no, I take the uh, Grin and Barrett uh, approach where oh, okay. I just close my eyes as tight as I can yeah. during takeoffs and landings okay. and turbulence yeah. to most of the flight. So do you understand? So you're a rational person in addition I to know, being... I know. That's what bugs me about it is that rationally I understand that, that, that air travel is much safer than ground travel. All right. Well, no, no. So I, I recognize... Um, that so you're in a plane you're in the air that's also that's one weird thing right and you're not being held up by pulleys or levers <laughs> either right right um secondly you're not in control of your fate yes someone else's yes so i i recognize that uh, it's, uh those two things could make uh, anyone uncomfortable yep you understand though that it's not really turbulence first of all doesn't really cause accidents ever Right, I agree. Or plane crashes ever. Think, yeah. You recognize that? Yeah. It's uncomfortable, it feels strange, but no one, no planes are ever like, oh, that was a lot of turbulence, and then just... And then, yeah, crash. That isn't, that's not how it happens. Uh, I guess it does, it can happen on... You're not helping? The start of that sentence is not helping. It does happen on takeoff, it has happened before. Yeah. Well, there's, I mean, I think... I mean, the, mo- the mostly the point is planes really don't crash that much. The... I think for me, and I, I, I feel like I get this from my father, because it happens when I'm in a car where I'm not driving, mm-hmm. where if someone else is driving or I'm in a taxi, yeah. uh, I don't like I don't like being in vehicles where I'm not driving. Yeah. No, I couldn't. Uh, I, I couldn't pilot a plane for beans. I understand that. Like I don't have training on that. So like in exchange but, for beans, you yeah. said you could not pilot a plane. Right. If someone were to give me beans, all of the beans. I still not would be I, I would still not be able to properly pilot a plane, but uh, I don't like I like having my hands on the steering wheel. Like I mm-hmm. I like being in, in control, and I get that from my father, who also gets very nervous when he's riding in a car, not driving a car. Yeah. Uh, well, so I think is, that's part of it. I think that's part of it, and also that we're defying nature and yeah. in flat in a metal tube full of strangers. Uh, you know, anxiety uh, is not uncommon among. Uh, Jewish people like yourself. I'm still not Jewish. You <laughs> keep bringing that up. I'm English on both sides. I'm from England. Yeah. My my, my mother's Israel. My, England, comma <laughs> Israel. Yep. My mother's ancestors came over on the Mayflower. That's how English I am. I have a last name that sounds 
uh, Templestein. Temple, it's just Temple. It used to be something else, and then uh, my grandfather on my dad's side changed it. Yeah. I think it was Templor or something. I'm screwing this up, but he had a big history done. Anyway, the point is, I'm not sure. It's not very good material. This is not not Radio Gold. No. This is like... You're driving this interview, so bring up something else. (laughs) Hey, well, listen, well, where does the, uh, where would the... Where would the Stealing Home podcast go now? Oh, what we do is yeah, we, well, we'd probably have... We'd we probably put have in some, some filler, soft synth. Yes. Yeah, some <laughs> soft synth. Some electronic music. Yep. There was some some uh, uh, freely available electronic music. Oh, look who's... Look at... We're in this lobby. We see Aaron Gleeman. Aaron Gleeman's by. here. Oh, he's, he's busy. Oh, he's uh, he, he's he, doing he's, gentleman's he's, business. He's incognito right now. He's doing a bad job. He's doing... Yeah. He's a he's a padco- uh, podcast... What's... Don't, we're, not, we're not worried about him. Wait, what are you doing, Aaron? I'm just gonna observe. All right. Yeah, we're talking right. We just yeah, we are not that far into it. this. Is Aaron? Spilled water all over myself in my crotch area, <laughs> so it looks like I wet myself. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Well, we might have Aaron Gleeman on here momentarily. We just saw Rob Nyer. Yep. Uh, we and saw his, uh, friends. Yeah. Well, one of those friends was Mark Armour, who's uh, giving a talk tomorrow. Uh, is a. Uh, he is, he is definitely a veteran mm-hmm. of Saber. Yeah, yeah. Um, exciting, exciting all around that. I'm excited. Tomorrow's gonna be a good day. So wait, let, let's start, let's start here. You, you flew out, you did not fly out here directly. You got here by means of? Baltimore. Baltimore. I flew from Minneapolis to Baltimore and yesterday. Yes. Yep. The 31st of July. Correct. Yep. We and then an Orioles Astros game. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you were there. Yep, we were there. Really good seats. You, uh, Bud Norris did not pitch that game. Bud Norris did not pitch that game. Uh, Brett Oberholzer. Oh, and he did a good job. He did a very good job. Yeah, yeah. seven innings. He was good at preventing runs. Uh, six strikeouts, I want to say. A couple, a uh, couple three hits, maybe. Yeah. Like that. Prevented yeah. zero runs. He had zero, uh, he gave up zero runs. As How did, did you everybody guys decide else. that you were going to fly to Baltimore first? What was the deal? Uh, it was much cheaper. Much cheaper. To fly to Baltimore. To fly to Baltimore. And it's we sort thought, of a supply and demand situation. <laughs> right, exactly. I get what you're saying. The demand was low. And then we thought, well, we'll just fly to Baltimore and take the train to Philly. And then we looked and we're like, well, Crap! I mean, the Orioles are in town, and I had never seen Camden Yards, and I don't think Bates had ever seen Camden. Bill had been there a long, long time ago. Yeah. So anyway, as adults, we'd basically never seen Camden. Tell me about Camden Yards. I've never been there. Oh, myself. it's great. I mean, there's a lot of hype going into it. You know, like uh, it's the best. Everybody's it's the best, and I. For me, it was like okay, I get it. Like it's a good it's one, good, and good. then you get in there, and it's actually it's it's really really good. It is. Like, it it's, is. It's all laid this out. Was the great. First of, this was the first of the retro ballparks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And we came in on the. Uh, Keep talking. I'm just going to Google the internet. It uh, Yeah, Google. I want you to internet the Google, and it's. Uh, yeah, we came in um, on the uh, right field side. I guess we kind of came in in center, and then we went around the right field side. And uh, on the right field side, they have these little emblems for uh, long home runs that have hit the plaza area that have gone. Like over the wall, yeah. over the little area, and then into the plaza, and uh, so they have these little emblems uh, signifying uh, what team or who hit it, what team they were on, and how far it went. Oh, that's nice. It's really cool. I mean, it was just like a little thing. Yeah, Sorry, uh, it was just like a little thing, but uh, it was nice. And then they had one, uh, so they had them all over. I took a couple pictures. There was uh, well, Chris Davis, and uh, I took one of Ben Greve, uh, who randomly hit one over there. Well, and then there was, uh, uh, was one King Griffey Jr. On the wall, like on the wall. 
You, like, the, it a might have been during... Like, climb a thing and get onto a chair and take a picture that hit a, a wall. Like, it didn't even that hit the That might have been a home run derby. I oh. believe there was a home run derby. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, they just gave... They gave the date. I guess the I'd have to check the, the picture. Uh, the factory in the background there. Yeah. Wait, do you know the name of the factory? I don't. Gleeman. The, na- the name of the factory behind uh, Camden Yards? Something warehouse? Useless. Yeah. Useless yeah, this is the... <laughs> but that was cool because they converted all those into, like, shops and restaurants and stuff, too. What's that? Google the internet. Google the internet. Who's, who's going to Google... Google. This is not. Who Google's the Googlers. It's, it's is who, the question. Who, this is not Radio Gold, but it's uh, we're we're amused. Yeah, but you edit, right? No, no, he does zero editing. No, what Aaron Gleeman said was, "Did you edit right?" Because we, we I edit. Was he looking at me? Because I do a lot. You of edit. Editing. You edit a lot. I edit so much. You edit, you have a real program. That's why it takes so long for each episode to come out because I do a crazy amount of editing. Yeah. Yeah. And, no, no, we don't we don't edit because uh, I prefer. Um, I'm what you would regard as uh, insouciant. Yeah? Are you familiar with that word? Nope. <laughs> well, stay ignorant. Stay ignorant. I only have a bachelor's degree. Yeah. First of all, popul- uh, Populous is, uh, or HOK Sport. That's what I remember. That's an architectural firm, HOK Sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now known as Populous. They design Canyon Yards. Yeah, yeah. They're known, they're known for, uh, for developing the sort of retro ballpark. It was all really well done. I mean, besides, the emblems were cool as just like a little... Uh, sticking point, like just a, a little nice thing, but the whole thing was really set up quite well. Uh, yeah, uh, I, was, yeah. I was quite impressed. Was quite impressed. Uh, Target Ken, Field is Ken great. Jr. hits the warehouse at Camden Yards 1993 home run derby. Home run derby. Okay, yeah. so they signify that. Uh, in fact, Bleacher Report has a uh, post. How many slide? Like what number of the slide slideshow? Slideshow home run derby flashback. Are you being serious? Part for part of it. Yes, I am. Yeah, there's a Bleacher Report. Listen. Okay. I think the slideshow done well can be great. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I've done so a couple for not graphs. Sometimes it's important to appeal to the lowest common denominator. All right. I think it is. You gave me a serious look when you said that. like. Well, because you're part of the lowest common denominator. So, like, sometimes when I'm like, if I want a lot of readers for this post, like, what do I do? And I, like, I conjure up an image of you in my head. And then I vomit. What, and then I write a post. Do you want me to get a little bracelet for you? What? WWTD. What would Temple do? Yeah, that's what you call me usually in correspondence Temple. that we have via text. And I go last email. names all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is he? What is he doing over there? He's just kind of putting out the vibe. I say he's we, putting out the vibe. Should we say? Does Gleeman want to get on right now? I mean, what does he want to do? Gleeman, you want to get in on this right now? Gleeman, what do you? I have your answer for the warehouse. What is it called? B and O. B you know, let's get. Can we? We just move. We give him a seat for a second. Yeah. He's, you he's, want, oh, you want him to sit here? Yeah. He's internet royalty. Get him on. Yeah. Just let. Just let him chime in. All right. Temple, I'm sorry. You're just not as important. Jesus. Hello, internet. Um, I have the answer. Hot <laughs> mic. Sit down. Oh. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Why do you not have more than one mic? This is a hot mic. Okay. Well, you don't have to talk. You don't have to kiss it. This is. I no, make listen. love to it. No, 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 no. <laughs> you sit back. Sit back. Really? He picks it up that well. Yeah, we got a good mic here. I'm going to read you from the research I've done. This is Aaron Gleeman of uh, Hardball Talk. Yeah. Okay. Various Aaron, Aaron Gleeman.com. General man about town. The, the, the uh, America's internet. Yes. 
I have uh, information regarding. No, listen, I want to say something. Yes, we've pushed aside David Temple. Yeah, I didn't want to do that. I really didn't. No, I know you didn't want to do it, but you wanted to do it. Is this what you're saying? Well, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I hope you leave this in. I'm conscious of, you know, page views and stuff like that. I mean, Temple's not driving traffic. Oh, yeah. The people, they come for Aaron Cleveland podcast. <laughs> yeah, I can tell do. you that is not true. No, no, I'm not saying podcast. it's because you're talented. I'm just saying you've been around for a while. Sex appeal, mostly. No, no. no? That's mean, because now we're seeing each other in person. That's really mean, what you just said. Can well, I, do you, what, do you think I have sex appeal? Uh, well, okay, yeah. Do you think I do? No, but I'm going to read this Wikipedia entry now. <laughs> read a Wikipedia entry. <laughs> From ten minutes ago, they briefly mentioned something about Camden Yards. and yeah. I. I looked it up on my BlackBerry. You do it. Uh, the B&O Warehouse, yeah. Camden Yards, which is the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad, okay. was built beginning in 1899 with later sections completed in 1905. Uh, speaking of page views, they're going way down. <laughs> no, no, this, is, this, is, this is radio. This uh, is adjacent. Temple. Temple, will you? Yeah. Hello. Can no, I no, just, 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 just look at what he's doing now. I mean, he's, this is a master. Of the form. Of Wikipedia on Blackberry. Reading Wikipedia. I mean, just the way he reads. He's like Samuel L. Jackson. In what way would you say I'm Well, like in... Is? It's hard to pinpoint the, the exact way. I travel with snakes often. Is that... Yeah. Like the look Samuel L. Jackson. indicates that you've hurt my feelings. Yeah. But yeah. it's not... I feel it's he, not audible. I feel he's disrespectful. I just want everybody to know that you've hurt my feelings. Yeah. yeah we, it, I'm going to tag out. You tag back in. Well, no, we're just in a second, Temple. You're, 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 <laughs> Boy, this is really it's a, it's hard to say. We can't pick up temples. This is a bi-directional. You're in third direction. This is bothering me, this microphone. Well, what? You don't like How do you record your uh, world-famous do podcast? Do you, do don't, do, you do it at a real radio station yeah. now. I like to really make love to the microphone. And yeah. We have like a, a spittle protector on our microphones. That well, I occasionally have, I do have one of those guards, but this is bi-directional now. We're going to continue to do this. Yeah, you can't gonna, you can't touch the table like that. I'm going to grab my drink, though. That's the problem. Yeah, grab your drink. We'll have you on for three more minutes. Okay. All right. Kill time. We'll get, yeah. We're going to kill hey, time oh. right now. Wait, Temple, you just sure. fill in. Oh, hello. <laughs> I'm the Andy Richter of this show. Yeah, David Temple's back. Let's go to a clip. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny about that is you just threw us to a clip with your arm. With your arm. I don't understand that this isn't video. Yeah. It's really hard for me to grasp. <laughs> you're tough. You're tough going back and forth between the medium, media. You know, we saw, uh, so we were over, uh, as mentioned, we're at a Marriott right now. Mm-hmm. We were over at a, uh, re- uh, the, uh, um, drinking establishment nearby. I do not remember the name. Yeah. We don't remember it the had name. had an American flag in the front. It's it like did. right across the street. America. Lo- the place loves America. Let's say Freedom, the Freedom Factory. Yep. Freedom Factory. And uh, we were there, and we saw we saw Aaron Gleeman. I yep. saw Aaron Gleeman. I say, Aaron Gleeman, listen, my it's my business to get people to listen to my podcast. Mm-hmm. To the, not it's not my podcast. It's our I like to think of our podcast. The podcast. The podcast yeah. for Fangraphs. And I said, listen, Aaron Gleeman, you bring in you you produce numbers. It's a traffic driver. Big numbers. Yeah, yeah. People see the name Aaron Gleeman, and they flock. That's it. They just don't. They they don't just know if flock. They flock. They flock somewhere. They flock somewhere. Now, are you? Is this? They go, they go to Florida. Is what I'm trying to is say. Is this your introduction to telling me that you're going to put his name before mine on the like in the title? Well, you name? listen, Temple. Because that was I mean, the first on. I want to say. Yeah, you. Uh, well, you're kind of like the opening act. Oh, right. Yeah. Kind of like when I saw Marilyn Manson open for Nine Inch Nails in ninth grade. You did not see that. I did see that. Is that right? But the actual. Is that your first act, concert? 
Uh, no, Huey Lewis was. But let's talk about... Okay, do you want to talk about Huey Lewis or... That's just interesting. When, when did you see Huey Lewis? In the 1992 or something? Okay. 1991? Is this... Where was this? Was this on the East Coast somewhere? Holman Stadium in Nashua, New Hampshire. Okay. Yeah. How old were you? Can I ask? 12, that, I guess. Is that going to... 12? You saw your first concert when you were 12? I mean, I saw... I was there with my mom and... Oh, okay. All and right. my mom's boyfriend. <laughs> All right. I forget his name. What's his name? Daryl? She had a lot. He had a what? She had a lot of boyfriends. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you said either riff. he had a lot, as in a plot of land, or he had a yacht, as in a boat. He did not have a yacht. She Although she did date a, a lo- lot. She did date a lobsterman, though, at one point, named Rick. Guy who sold lobsters at the Everett Arena in Concord, New Hampshire. My first concert was... Who's your mom? Who's your mom's boyfriend? My mom has zero boyfriends. She's been married this whole time. Oh. This whole time we've been recording, and the whole time <laughs> since I've been alive. To uh, who is she married to? My, my father. Mm. Is that... That's good luck. It's luck that they found each other. Yeah. Uh, so your mom... So my, uh, my first concert was the Mad Caddies. They're a ska band. They're a, oh. They're a ska band. But they use they implement also trumpets and trombones. I thought uh, that was like fixture in ska. No. Well, yeah, but I mean live, which isn't always a fixture okay. in ska. Uh, but they had a, a sick trombone player, which I appreciated. Sick? Totally sick. Totally sick trombone player, which I appreciated as a sixteen-year-old. And I went to the. You're a tuba I, man, though. Yeah, that's my main. You respect is tuba. Tr- you respect trombone. I respect trombone. I you, play you, trombone. You can play plenty. trombone. Yeah, I play you bass play trombone. All the, can you and play the, all the instruments? I was I play bass trombone in this state jazz band of Wisconsin. So suck it. So suck it. <laughs> get, get bass again. What's Gleeman doing? I think he took a picture. Gleeman. I love how you're like, oh yeah, you play the tuba. What's Gleeman doing? <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Gleeman, grab your drink. But I don't want to do three minutes. I want to do a real. What do you What do you think about that? Well, we could have you. I mean, we could have you another day. Well, here, get get out of here, Temple. Go sit over oh, there. Jesus. Get, grab your drink. Grab your drink. Come over here. Are you saying you're quitting the podcast? No, 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 no. Well, well you and I will think. Just what just you got fired. Yeah, you got fired. I feel bad though. No, no, don't, don't feel here. That's just guilt. We're not going to have you on the whole time. Here, you sit down. We'll talk about. Maybe we could play in another day. We could do like a full Aaron Gleeman thing. You want me to drum this out? No, don't stop. Get, get up here. Get up there. He just told me not to get close to the microphone. Well, you're inconsistent. Okay. So what? Uh, so we don't have to have you on the whole time. We could maybe do. We could do a dedicated. We could do a dedicated podcast. Well, that makes me sad. But okay, you're in charge. Well, but look at Temple. Temple's crying. Yeah, but I would blame you for that. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. But uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I was just watching what I call podcast gold happening in radio front of gold. Me. Radio gold. No, you're podcast not, magic. You're not on the radio. It feels feels like the radio. Um, how are you, Carson? I'm well. How good are you? to see you. You look good. I haven't seen you for a while. We haven't seen each other for a year. Almost exactly a year. Yeah, over a year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You look you look good. You look handsome as always. Uh, ditto. Does that mean you too? Yeah, that means you too. Okay. Ditto. Yeah. We're actually this is actually just a scene from the movie Ghost now. Yes. We're gonna. I have to get behind you, and we're gonna mold some clay. You're pretending like we're not already doing that. That's cute. Right. Well, it's 
Theater of the Mind. So yeah, yeah. Theater of the Mind. That's actually we're changing it from Fangraphs Audio to Theater of the Mind. Theater of the Mind. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Look at look at Temple Stew over there. Gonna kill himself. Over <laughs> he there. is. He's a sad man. He is. He's he's upset. I would be. I would be too. I know. Well, listen. I'm not even sure what happened here. No, I think. Listen, I got really excited. Here was my understanding of what took place. Yeah, do it. Although I will say, I don't know how drunk you are, but I'm perfectly sober. Right. Yeah, you wouldn't. You're a professional. You. Wouldn't. I'm nursing a port, but that's not. That's neither here. My nor there. understanding of what was taking place was, you were gonna do a, I would say, full feature-length interview with David Temple. I love David Temple. Which I love David Temple as well. I mean, what a guy. Probably more than you love him. Okay. He lives in my state. He so. does. Yeah, all right. Um, in your city. Mm, yeah, well, not technically, no. Well, but, you don't live in the city. No. You live outside? Suburbs. You live in the suburbs? That's not a good place for you. I live with all the middle-aged white people. White, but, white? Yeah. You, you, you should not, because you're a guy who doesn't really leave the house. Correct. You should you should be living in the city. That way, when you walk outside, you at least see some people, and then you can go back inside. Yeah, but I think the fear would be that then you would really, truly never leave the house. Are you a homeowner? I am a homeowner. I thought you were going somewhere very different with that. But yeah. yes, I am well, a homeowner. Well, I mean, in Minneapolis today, or Minnesota today. Yeah, that's right. Gay people are allowed to marry. Oh, how do you know that's where I thought you were going with that? But yes. Because the first word in homeowner I am a homeowner uh, for five years now or four years now. So I've paid off approximately that 4% of the house. That's that sweet hardball talk money. Uh, yeah. House that Blog built. That's what I originally called it. Is that right? Yeah. It seemed clever at the time. Is that what it seemed? Yeah, it's hard. It's different now. Yeah. It's yeah. a little different. Um, listen, you and I, could we could, we could do... Uh, when, when are you leaving? Uh, Sunday morning. That's when I... I'm leaving Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. We have we have a bunch of time. We could do a dedicated podcast. That's fine with me. I'm going to be honest. I came over here primarily because I was at risk uh, to being called up to karaoke. Oh, and that frightened me because I am not quite at the level of uh, Jack and Cokeness that you need for that. Yes, I see. What Mike you're Bates, commonly known as Common Man, Com- commonly known uh, common informed man. me that I was signed up to sing "Sitting on the Dock of the Bay." Oh, which is a tremendous song. Uh, when not sung by a 30-year-old Jewish man from Minnetonka, Minnesota. Um, so, yes. Have you seen the... Uh, you there's a drink on your tap. Yeah, go do it. Oh, you had a tap. I didn't know that when I... There's a... The, um, the Talking Funny. Have you seen Talking Funny on HBO? Yeah, a couple of years ago, the Chris Rock, Seinfeld, Lucy K, that thing. Ricky Gervais. You see the fourth, yeah. Actually, there's a reference. Seems, no, I like Ricky Gervais, but that was... He's a little bit shrill. He has no business he has a little, Well, he's... He, and, and to be fair, he's like more the moderator than anyone else. Yeah, that's true. I enjoyed that a lot. Was it about an hour show? I yes, think? So, it, it was pretty cool because it, it really seemed improvised, the whole thing. But there's actually a, a, an extended Otis Redding reference in that. Um, I don't remember that. It's someone who... It's not... It's uh, a guy who does sitting uh, sitting by the dock of the... Of the bay. Oh yeah, and he said okay. he says uh, sitting on a because I'm gay. Yes, you gonna leave that in? Is this being edited out? Yeah, that's you're gonna want to mark down the time and date for this. Yeah, this is like a Dane Perry episode. You are in a uh, Jesselnick safe zone in terms of quoting. I will not chastise you for that. Oh, actually, you know that's actually a policy not just embraced by Jesselnick, but that's actually I know that um, I have been in the past. I'm not as much now a devotee of the uh, 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 Guardian podcast, Football Weekly. Okay. Uh, hosted by James Richardson. It's a really excellent soccer podcast. Okay. He's very uh, witty himself. And um, the Guardian policy is that you can swear if you're quoting. Really? Yeah. That's the actual Guardian papers policy. Can you quote yourself? 
Uh, curious. I found the I loophole said, immediately I said, in that. I said earlier today. I said se- I thought seconds ago. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. I think you'd be quoting a third party. That's rough. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Um, but yeah, that would be it. But yeah, sitting uh, sitting on a because I'm gay was a right uh, down the time and date. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was uh, yeah, like that this. was the joke, and then and then the joke was that Seinfeld came up with was uh, did he do the whistle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah do you good. remember that? Yeah. Except it's not going to make any sense what we just discussed because the good part just got bleeped out. I think people will figure it out. Let me ask you this: What happens if I say question time? Question time. Just now, did you just now have to edit? This is so great because I'm a listener. I can really screw with them. What, yeah. else, what else do they do? That's about all they have for sound effects, right? Yeah, but it's, it's not very complicated. It's just primarily uh, editing and question time. Question time. Uh-oh. I can make them do so much work. There's a lot of silence after all those. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dane Perry's not going to be here this week. I think Dane Perry's... That's a shame. Out. Although we just found out that the 2015 convention is in Chicago. Oh, so Dane So Perry. he will have no excuse... He's never come to these. That no, I know well, of. you know what? There is no excuse for Dane Perry. Just in general. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that t- coming, Temple? You saw that joke coming? It's when you're on the sidelines, it's kind of easy to see, right? You always say something. You can't. We can't hear you. Let me ask you this: Why um, couldn't we share this microphone, David Temple and I? You can't for a lot of reasons. Okay. Mostly because that seat. I could slide over. No. Could do some. Do you want to do it, Temple? Do you want to slide over, Little Steven? It's not going to work. I don't want to do that. All right. No. Do I you want to li- do a dedicated one maybe Friday, uh, Saturday? Sure. Can you fit that into your busy schedule? Sure. All right. Well, then uh, then we've agreed on it. Okay. Well, let me shake your hand. This was lovely. This is just a preview of what's to come. I'm going to go sit there, finish my drink, but don't let me change the course of the normal no, podcast we'll talk discussion. Temple. No. Okay. That was Aaron Gleeman of uh, NBC's Hardball Talk, AaronGleeman.com, uh, Gleeman and the Geek podcast. Oh, I have one... I forgot to say. Yeah, plug. Uh, question time. Uh, question time. Alright. Great. Yeah, put that down gently. Be, handle it gently. Oh, hello. Hi there, Div Temple. This is a so real mess. So does this mess. mean I get to interject on Gleeman's episode for yeah, upwards you can stop. of 10 minutes? You should stop. Will yeah. you get a little bit closer? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Sorry. It's not question time. It's business time right now. It's business time. I got my business socks. Uh, it should be noted. Let's say this. Let's say this. You are wearing a baseball cap. Yep. David Temple. Yep. You are David Temple, who born in the, born in Wisconsin. Well, born in Wisconsin. Currently a resident of Minneapolis. A, de- a devotee of which MLB team? Uh, the Twins. I'd, I'd say probably. the Twins. You'd say yeah. yeah. Uh, currently wearing the what team's uh, ball cap? The Houston Astros. The Houston, the Houston Astros. Yeah. Yep. And uh, first of all, a very aesthetic, aesthetically appealing hat. I agree. And uh, why are you wearing an Astros hat? Poser. You poser. <laughs> I uh, I have... I don't want to say adopted. I'll say adopted. I, I've picked the Astros as a team to follow this year uh, as part of a sort of psychological experiment on following a terrible team and kind of what that all involves. Now, so is it speak. merely because they're a uh, they're a terrible team? 
No, uh, well, it's not because they're terrible, but because they also have uh, an idea of what the future holds for them. Yeah. And I don't know if that's going to come to fruition because who knows, but who knows? Uh, they at least have an idea. Uh, and my, and so, yeah, that was, I mean, as a, as a Twins follower, the Twins also have a terrible team, but I'm not exactly 100% sure as to what their plan is, I guess. Well, do you, so, well so, so Jeff Luno, yeah. the, the club Smart GM, is, is the, the man largely responsible for the St. Louis Cardinals minor league system presently? Correct, correct. And it should be noted that that minor league system is crazy. Yes. I mean, crazy it's, good. It's crazy good. Yeah, crazy in a good way. Um, crazy in love. They continue to produce uh, players from basically from every round. Yes. Uh, they're not. They don't discriminate so far as that's <laughs> concerned. Um, Correct. <clears throat> yeah. So it was. I mean. So so one can say, well, even if I don't see it, uh, so sometimes. Um, religious folk will say God has a plan for me I don't know what it is but I trust that he has a plan right I think that Astros fans could say Jeff Luno has a plan for me I don't I don't always know what it is but it exists but it exists yeah it was um, it was the thing I wanted to do I started I, I put a few things on Akras about it uh, you did yeah you have a, a what are the, um, uh, you, they're titled the same my year with the Houston Astros right yeah you yeah, haven't yeah. done you haven't done it for a month or so or it's been about a month yeah. yeah and I think another one's coming because they've started calling up people and and making some changes right uh, but I mean it is interesting like it, it's a little bit sad not sad whatever but it's a little downtrodden to watch them lose most of their games but um, but having that future, that future to look forward to, I think is almost is appealing to me as just a person who doesn't understand what his future holds for him. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, well, so the thing with the with the Astros Rays, they're in a place now where um, they're entirely able to say, "Huh, is this guy good?" Right, and then they call him up and they figure it out. Yeah, like, it's a spaghetti on the wall kind of situation. Yeah, right. where you just throw it on and see what sticks. Right. And uh, yeah, and, and and that's kind of what's happening right now. And that's a way to do it. And it, I mean, it's who knows? If I mean, it not, might, especially if, because these guys are older, you know. So it's a smart way to do it. It's not like you're just throwing eighteen-year-olds in there and right. seeing what happens. Right. You know, uh, they're throwing. Well, they given a lot of time this year to Brandon Barnes, I yeah, believe. Yeah, Brandon Barnes. Yeah. Given a lot of time to. Uh, they've given some time to Robbie Grossman. I love Robbie Grossman. Uh, yeah. Matty Ma- D, they're, they're keeping at third base. Matt Dominguez. I believe yeah. Jason Castro is actually one of the better catchers. He in was the their league. all-star. Yeah, he was the lone. In the National uh, League. Uh, American League. But yeah. Who do we uh, have uh, now? Is it. No, um, I want I want to. American League. I just want to make sure that we understand that. Did I say National League? Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, right. In the yeah. AL West. Uh, AL now, who's playing? Is Car- uh, Carlos Pena? Is he. Uh, He's out. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. They uh, well, they DF or they designated from Simon, and then uh, he's now been released. Oh. So, uh, uh, so Brett so Wallace, professional baseball player, Brett Wallace is now at first base. Giant ass, just a huge ass. Thick legs. Like I saw, I saw him in person for the yeah. first time yesterday. Not a jeans model. Thighs are yeah. enormous. Yeah. And I don't. I'm not. I'm not saying this for humor. Like they really are. They are. He's a quite big, large. He's a soft man. I saw Brett. No, Wallace. no, he's not soft. He's just. Thick. Yeah, I, thick I saw guy. him as a Cardinals prospect when I uh, not good. lived in Portland three years ago. 
And mm. uh, he was playing for by Aaron Gleeman. Aaron Gleeman's taking off. Whatever. Don't and, care. And, and he, uh, he Gle- yeah, at that point, uh, Wallace was playing for AAA Memphis. Yeah. And, He's like uh, a, one of those AAA stars where he, he does quite well in AAA. Yeah, then, but uh, other people have been that and become real baseball players. Yeah. I mean, he I mean, was a real hitter at AAA. He's got time. I think he's 26, so the the clock is ticking a little bit. I maybe. think I think it's surprising that he did not. 27, maybe? He was not more successful earlier on. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's got a real bad on-base percentage. Yeah. He slugs okay, but, I mean, uh, right. I don't know. I don't know what's going to come of him, but they're giving him a shot, which is respectable. Right. Because what else, what else are they going to do? What else are they going to do? What else are they do. What is he going to do? And, they, they, and then I guess, Brett like, Wallace what, their, their big option at first base or their big alternative at first base would be Jonathan Singleton. Yeah. And uh, who was suspended. Yeah, he had a... Uh, the earliest part of the season. I think he's playing with the AAA Oklahoma City Redhawks. Yes. Does that seem like a true yes. thing? Yep. I believe so. I believe that's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's, he's doing well, but... He hasn't played that much, so right. it doesn't make much sense to bring him right. up now, I guess. I mean, no, we were actually speaking over dinner of the unnamed, literally just because we don't know the name, not because we're not avoiding it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not because we're avoiding it. The but, um, Something American yeah. Restaurant. And uh, we were talking about the, uh, I recently saw a game between the Beloit Snappers, the uh, Class A Midwest League affiliate of the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Quad City River Bandits. Correct. Quad City River Bandits, the Houston Astros affiliate in the Midwest League. And that club has a lot of talent on it. Yeah. Uh, for example, Carlos Correa. Very good. Who uh, was the first overall pick uh, last year. Last year. Yep. And is, Surprising. Uh, and is uh, performing very well. Uh, he's only 18-year-old. Correct. Uh, right now. Uh, another player that team has. And this name came as a surprise to you. Third base prospect, only 19 years old, Rio Ruiz. I haven't heard a lot about him. I mean, I, I recognize the name, but yeah, you're correct. I haven't Rio heard a lot Ruiz. about him. Rio Ruiz and Rio Ruiz is uh, uh, also very good from uh, Southern California, I believe. Um, and he uh, he really uh, got a great swing. Uh, he put a charge. Yep, put a charge into the ball. And uh, also Teoscar Hernandez. Yes. And uh, he was very impressive. The game I saw really barreled the ball well, so there's even more. Uh, Mark Appel plays for that club. Yep, I uh, was not able to see him. Uh, and actually, Jonathan Gray. No, not Jonathan Gray. Um, no, it must have just been Appel. I was thinking. Uh, we were not able to see, but um, a lot of a lot of big names attached to that to yeah, that club. And, absolutely, um, they have they, talent everywhere. They have talent all three levels. And double I mean, A. Who does Double A have right now? You mentioned that that team is pretty stacked. Uh, Where's Nolan Nolan Fontana playing these days? He might be in the Cal League. I think he's with the yeah, Cal League team. Yeah. They also have a, a young prospect, uh, a corner outfielder. I think it's Double A, which would be their uh, Texas League affiliate in San Antonio. I think. No, not San Antonio. Somewhere else. Corpus, Corpus Christi. Christi. Yes. Um, the Hooks. Right, and that is uh, Domingo Santana. Yep. And he's been putting up some impressive power numbers. He's only 20 years old. At double A. Yeah. So, uh, a lot to absorb. It is. It, I mean, especially because I kind of got into this in maybe April. It, it's, uh, it's a whole new set of prospects to, to learn. Yeah. And, uh, I'm terrible with, I'm terrible with names and I'm, well, I'm terrible with remembering things in general, but especially yeah. names. And so, 
I find myself constantly. I read a lot of uh, like the uh, the SB Nation site, uh, the uh, cross. Crawfish boxes. Crawfish boxes. Yeah, yeah. They do a really good job, and they do like minor league reports for every week, kind of like who did what and, and everything. And uh, I'd say like fifty percent of the time, I do like uh, click highlight, control search, or, yeah, yeah, control yeah. C, control V, yeah, and and figure out well, who's this guy again? How did they get him? Especially because like a lot of the prospects they got in some of them were drafted but a lot were acquired via trade they got a lot of guys last year i mean they yeah, had yeah. like in a whole minor league system last year right i mean you got you know Hunter Pence and, and Michael Bourne and uh, you know a lot of guys probably uh, a bunch of probably a bunch of others a bunch of other guys and, and Carlos so a lot Lee? Of, yeah Carlos Lee was another guy for example for as an example yeah and so Jordan Schaefer maybe how did he how did he end up back with the Braves that I don't recall. Yeah, neither do you I. Put me on the spot. Here. Yeah, that's embarrassing. But yeah, we're both on the spot, so it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, so they they acquire a lot of talent via trade, and and sometimes a lot of times I don't remember how they got that guy. Like, did they draft him or yeah. no? They got him via trade. Right. And it's that's pretty obvious. And so I remember. I tra- so it's hard, but uh, but that's part of the process for me. It's, it's tell me uh, what you know about John or Jonathan Villar. Jonathan Villar is good. He stole home a couple days ago. Yeah. I put that on uh on You made drafts. a gif of it. I made a gif of it. You're a real departure right from your normal work there. Hey, why don't you shut up? You and your big mouth. It's a medium-sized mouth. But I'd say it's almost smallish compared to a lot of people I know. But, yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's got a little speed. He plays a uh, good shortstop so far. It seems that uh, he and Altuve have a pretty good rapport as far as infield defense. Like uh, does it seem like he's going to stick it short? Yeah, I, I would I would say so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's a good player. He hasn't played a whole lot, but he's putting up decent numbers, at least, you know, for as of right now in the majors. So we got Vilar at short. we got Altuve at second. You like Matty D. Matty D. You like Matty, Matty D. D. Matt Dominguez. He's a. Uh, you like him at third. He's a great third baseman uh, uh, defensively. He has terrible walk rate. I think it hovers around. It's something gross, like three or four percent. Like hey. he's bad at walking. He is a bad OBP. He has a. He has pretty good power on contact. He's got yeah. He's got good power, and so the whole. I mean, the idea is wait for this guy to develop. Uh, and uh, pitch recognition skills. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in left field, are they who are they got? JD Martinez is he around now or no? Yeah, I mean, it used to be Chris Carter for a while. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Is he DHing now? Chris He's Carter? pretty much DHing. Yeah, yeah. And, and Carter's so, another guy who's got power on contact. Certainly. Crazy power, crazy power. He's a strong guy. He's not. They call him Trogdor. In the, uh, oh, yeah. in the blogosphere. That's yeah, great. Because yeah. that's pretty much all he does. He's got burn, the one strong uh, arm. Burninating the countryside. Yeah, and the peasants. And Burninating the, the peasants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they'll hit, I mean, so against he plays lefties. a lot. He's he, like, he's kind of, he might be a lefty platoon guy, though. Yeah, I think, uh, in general. In an ideal you know, world. In an ideal world. Yeah, and so, I mean, but he's playing, he's a pretty terrible outfielder. He's not even that great of a first baseman. Okay. And so that's why, I mean, they used to kind of switch him between first base and left field. Yeah. Or, or whatever, but, um, he's kind of a DH, especially since Carlos Pena left, because Carlos Pena was, DH uh, DHing and playing first base occasionally, but, yeah. yeah, I mean, they, they rotate guys. I mean, kind of like we said, they just kind of see what sticks. And so, uh, and so it now is LJ Hose on, on the major LJ league? Hose is, uh, yep, they just got him from the... Uh, but is he a major leaguer now? Yeah, I saw him play, uh, what, yesterday? With your own uh, eyes. You saw his major league debut. 
No, because he he had like a couple games with the Orioles. Yes, he did. Yeah. You're absolutely right. He still has yet to get a hit in the major leagues. Someday. He still has yet to get a hit. Someday. Maybe Maybe tonight. Maybe as we're recording. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw uh, Robbie Grossman hit his first major league home run. Yes, he did. Which is not going to happen very often. It's not. He's not a power hitter, but he's got... um, He's got range. Did he play center? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Center or right, uh, uh, usually. Yeah, Yeah, but, I mean, he's been played in center. He usually navigates the hill pretty pretty well. Takes a lot of pitches. Takes some pitches? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And who's playing right these days? Is Uh, that where Hose is going to be? I'm sorry? Uh, Well, Hose was playing... Yeah, they had him... Oh man! Yesterday they had him in. Yeah, yeah if you in can right, only remember that they, far back. <laughs> they had him in right, and then they switched him to center. Uh, they Who, switched hose? him to center. Yeah, hose. Uh, what are you talking about? Keep keep talking. I'm I'm still talking. Use your words. Why don't, why don't you use your words? I'm going to. I'm illicitly googling. All right. Or uh, I'm looking up at fangraphs using the box score fangraphs. LJ Hose. To look up uh, the box no, I don't. Score. To be honest, I don't know much about LJ Hose because he's, he's a, a new, new Astro, new and I, d- I didn't follow him that much. I, I can. I think from what I heard, he was uh, an okay prospect. I guess. Well, let's let's go through the uh, lineup for today's Astros. Today's okay. Yeah, uh, batting leadoff. Yeah. Playing shortstop. Yeah. Yes. A Villar. Villar, you yeah. got it. Uh, playing center field, batting second. L.J. Hose. L.J. Hose. He's playing center. Playing today. center. He, okay. And I will say, he did not play a lot of center in the minors, at least recently. Correct. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, batting third and catching. Uh, that would be. Uh, you got it. Oh Jesus. He's not the. He's not the. He's not a dictator in Cuba. He's not a dictator in Cuba. No, but I know this, and like it's that thing where you. Who's can't the dictator in Cuba? Castro. It's Jason Castro. Jason Castro. Catching. The, uh, the Astros All Star, batting, uh, batting fourth, playing DH. I would guess Chris Carter. Yep, you got it. Okay, good job. Uh, batting fifth, playing first base. Big, th- big thighs. Yeah, <laughs> big thighs, Brett Wallace. Yeah, big you got thighs, it. Brett Wallace. Yeah. Here's a little bit of a, a slight, a slightly bit of a wild card. Uh, batting sixth, playing right field. Wild card, Paredes. No, but although you will see his name in the rest of the lineup. Okay. Mark Kraus. Oh, Mark Kraus. Mark Kraus. He was, he was actually was having a very, uh, competent season with, uh, Oklahoma City. Triple A. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, seventh, batting seventh, playing second base, not Altuve. Yeah, cause he had a leg thing. Okay, sure, I believe you. He had a leg Freitas. thing going on. Freitas. Freitas, yeah. yeah. Um, eighth, uh, batting eighth, playing third base. Matty D. Matty D's nuts. And bat- Who's nuts? Wait a minute. What's that? Who's, nu- who's nuts? Batting ninth, playing left field. Uh, uh, potentially the only Jewish member of the Houston Astros. David Temple. No, Robbie oh, Grossman. Yeah. Robbie Grossman, yeah, yeah. Robbie Grossman. He's playing left today? Playing left today. Okay. So they have LJ Hosen center and Grossman in left. Which, I, I would... From what I know of them, that seems like they're reversed. But I feel are, like they're almost interchangeable. I, I mean, who am I to question Luno and Bo Porter? I'm no, I'm no one. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. Let's we got LJ Hose, and 
let's see what he can do. I mean, it's kind of one of those things. You yeah, know? And right. It's, I mean, it's kind of like, in terms of a player development standpoint, it's a, it's a great place to be in. Yeah. I assume that, well, I assume that ownership understands that this is just a part of the process. Because, I think that everybody or hopefully everybody understands that. Right. Yeah. They were visible. I mean, it's not gonna. It's going to affect attendance. I'm sure. It has. Yes. I'm sure it's going to affect TV ratings. It has. It has. Uh, but it's just a thing. It's like they weren't going to be good, so you might as well be the worst. Yes. Because that way you get. They're going to get another great draft pick. Yeah. This next season. This next year. Uh, after getting Appel this year. Yep. Uh, after getting Correa, Correa last the year, year. they, might, they yeah. might be three for three. Yeah, they're going to get that, uh, theoretically, that... Uh, oh, the, the uh, Rend- NC State guy. Yeah, yeah. Ron- uh, Carlos Rodon. Rodon. Not Rondon or Rendon, Rodon. Now, yeah. personally, I have concerns about Rodon. I uh, I'm not a huge fan of taking pitchers in the first round, usually. Well, uh, here's what I'll say about Rodon is that uh, he's not huge, and um, a lot of his success is dependent on the quality of a slider. Yes. And he's pretty young to be throwing. Yes. Uh, you know, he throws that slider a lot. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, pitchers, it's hard to tell one, you know, this one may last forever, this other one may not. Yeah. But a young guy throws a lot of sliders. I mean, I've seen games where I feel like he's throwing 30, 40% sliders, which seems like a lot to me. Right. Uh, especially at his age. Uh, the, but who the knows? results I mean, have been fantastic. The Marlins might overtake, you know, the first There's place. a real battle there. I mean, the Twins? The Twins might do it? I mean, Is that true? There's well, they haven't... I kind of thought the Twins were going to do it, but then they never traded anybody. Like, I thought they were maybe going to blow it up a little bit. It would have been good for them to trade. You know? I, I agree. And you could probably talk with Aaron Gleeman more about that, but... There's uh, there's a romantic quality almost about, about the whole blow it up potential, just kind of starting over. I feel like uh, sometimes people fantasize at least I do sometimes and I uh, hope my wife doesn't listen to this but sometimes I mean do you ever do you ever fantasize about just starting over just like starting from scratch just I actually had that fantasy out. about that yesterday is that right yeah because I I'm having a little bit of a personal financial crisis right 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 and I thought to myself and I was my wife and I are house sitting for some friends of ours and I was um, pet sitting simultaneously to that and I was walking the dog and I thought you know what if I lost everything right now I'm just a guy walking a dog, and that's not so bad, right? And that's, I, not, I, that's not the worst. Yeah, I thought. I mean, I don't. I fantasize maybe is a bad word, but you think about it. Where you imagine it, you imagine it. If right? I had to start starting over. over, just being a different person, yeah. doing a different thing. Yeah, you know, like uh, you take that dog and you go somewhere else, and you be a different person. Just get on a bus, and yeah, and I, I mean, and I think that's part of the appeal, almost, is that like the Astros had that kind of stink on them right. for a while. And then, they, like, this it was is part purge. of it. Yeah, th- this is the purging, right. you know, and and theoretically, it gets better. Well, to, to uh, it gets better. To ground, as a, you know, I think will help the, this program um, to ground it in theological terms. Okay, bring uh, it on. St. John of the Cross, a Spanish mystic. Yep. Discalced monk. Uh, said, he describes it as the dark night of the soul. There's yeah. a sort of emptying of the self, yeah, right to uh, to come around on to come out on the other side, yeah, and that's essentially what the Astros are doing. Tibetan Buddhists kind of have a same idea, kind of like about their idea of purgatory, okay. so to speak, where they believe in reincarnation. But sometimes 
like you're not good enough for it or whatever. You haven't reached that point. Yeah. So you spend this kind of uh, I forget what they call it, but it's basically a purgatory of sorts where you got time to figure it out. You know, what do you want to be in your next life yeah. or you know uh, repent for sins you've made or I'll tell you or what whatever. I would not want to be. Yeah. Is a sand spider. Oh yeah, we talked about those. Yeah, earlier today you uh, you brought up you invoked the sand spider thing about which I had no idea. Yeah, we were talking to uh, Colin Wires from Baseball Prospectus who spent some time in Iraq. I wish you hadn't mentioned that. Oh, we spent some time with uh, an unnamed source. an unnamed source from an unnamed definitely source. not Colin Wires, a totally different person who was in a totally different country. Yeah, but no, Iraq is you could still say Iraq. okay. He uh, an unnamed source from Iraq yeah. who spent time. Well, in Iraq. not from Iraq. He's not from, but he spent time there. Who He's had from not seen, somewhere. Had not seen, but it reminded you of sand spiders. Yeah. There's a giant desert arachnid. Yeah. Because I, mean, I, I also know a person in the Marines okay. who had dealt with them, maybe not on such a large scale as some of the things you'd see on Google, Google Images, but uh, had dealt with those things. He, he was an infantryman. As opposed to this unnamed source who was maybe in yeah, a, a little like bit an of, office job or whatever. Yeah, right. Like a cushy, total, total, cushy Iraq. Yeah, total cushy BS Iraq job. <laughs> but I knew a guy, yeah, who was like an infantryman who had dealt with these things, and they are ter- terrifying. They're and I'm not being big. hyperbolic. They are a terrifying they're creature. Like, what, they're like the, the only actual like natural predator of humans. I would say so. Yeah, they're pretty big. Between that and dinosaurs, yeah. I mean, and dinosaurs, dinosaurs don't exist, so basically it's gone, pretty much yeah. sand spiders. There, it's a giant arachnid, and uh, I don't know what do they do. They, do they have poison. Or they're not they... even spiders. I don't think they're like some sort of scorpion or something. But do they uh, sting you? Or I don't even know. Because my understanding, I think they just frighten you with their looks, and then my, you run away. My understanding of um, or you shoot them, like in, uh, insects or arachnids, is that generally the smaller. This, the specimen, the more powerful the venom. Uh, yeah, correct. And that is, I would, if that's, if we keep, if we uh, preserve that relationship, this would have almost no venom because it's huge. It's and, too big, it's but it'll probably big. just eat you. Maybe. Could just eat you. I don't know. Pumps or at least like t- steal your wife. Yeah, take, like, your, take wife. your wife away. Yeah, like, by the hair, like caveman. <laughs> right, exactly. Caveman style. Yeah, yeah, it would like absorb your mortgage. Yeah. It would just move into your house. Well, assuming you wouldn't mind if it took uh, your mortgage for a while. No, my mortgage is great. You got a good. I'm mortgage? not Aaron Gleeman. I got I got in on the on the bottom. You got a good rate. Yeah, I got a great rate. What's I don't your know rate? what it is, and I'm not even going to tell you what I pay for a mortgage. I don't want to. Let know. me just tell you, it's good. It's good for where I live and for the times. You're a homeowner. I'm a homeowner. Yeah. You like Gleeman or a homeowner? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a co-homeowner. I mean, my wife also like, owns half the homes. What do you do home. if you got like uh, you got problems with the ducks or? Uh... We don't have ducks. It's too old of a house to have ducks. We have radiated heat. Okay. And we don't have air conditioning. We have window uh, window units. Window units. Yeah, we have a window unit. I shouldn't overstate. Wait, just one window unit? It's in the uh, bedroom. Is it's it a one the, floor house or? It's a two floor house. It's in the top floor. Uh, well, it's a three-floor technically if you count the attic, uh, but that is uninhabitable inhabitable, uh, for, I don't know, ten months out of the year. It's yeah. But, uh, yeah, we have one uh, in the bedroom that uh, is also doubles as my office, my, my baseball office. Oh. It's like a little breakout sunroom kind of thing. Okay. It's a, it's a big-ish room. Yeah. My house is, like, next year will actually be 100 years old. Like, it's an old house. That's an old house. Does it have an open concept? 
Nope. That's a term I learned from HGTV. No, it is not, not an open concept. Close, it's an old concept. Yeah, I'd say so. Pretty close. I mean, there's not, like, doors everywhere. If that's what you're insinuating. No, you have no doors. No, there are doors. Okay. There's a front door, maybe a back door, some bedroom doors. Doggy also. door? Dog door? No, we don't have a dog door. No. My dog is too big to fit through a dog door anyway, so. Huh. There you go. It would be just a human door. Um... Let's get to let's get to business before we go. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're at Saber. We're Saber at Commerce. Saber. Do you have uh, uh, any um, talks uh, to, or events, uh, generally speaking, to, uh, you're looking forward to? Uh, there's one early tomorrow that uh, the uh, like storytelling of baseball. I'm not exactly sure what. Oh, the yeah, exact sure, right. With some is. novelists. Uh, yeah, some novelists and some historians and and just kind of telling the story. Uh, and of they're baseball. Uh, moderated by uh, John Thorne, John Thorne, noted historian John Thorne. Yeah, hmm. uh, I like I like they they uh, put in some statistical stuff every now and then, right? But. Um, I almost like the historical stuff more because I, I feel like I learn more things. I think that uh, typically the Saber... It's very historic. Yeah, it's yeah, still it's more, historically... More I mean, they have their own analytic conference, but some people still do some stats-driven stuff. And right. I'm not saying that's bad, but uh, the historical stuff, I usually learn more things that I had never known before. Right. Like, I'm a fairly... like. A, I'll say, like, I'm 30 years old, right? So I was born okay. in the 80s. Yeah. And so there's a lot of stuff about the 70s and 60s that I don't know. What about the 50s? And then also, yeah, the 40s. 50s. See, the 40s, I've, yeah, like maybe the 1900s through the 40s I've kind of learned a little bit about, like, to try to get. But there's, like, that middle part where there's I don't know part. much about. Oh, and wow. so, That's and not as much as I want to, let's say. You're blowing my mind right now. Really? Yeah. Well, let's right. move, yeah. I'm making a stink face for the listener. Stink face. Imagine stink face. Ready? Stink face. Uh, but yeah, there's there's stuff I want to learn. And so even if it's not the most informative thing or like the most comprehensive thing, it's still like something I'll jot a note about. Yeah. Like learn more about this person Are or you more, this era. Would you say you're more hungry or more thirsty for knowledge? Ooh. Thirsty. Okay. Because I feel like there's a... Uh, mm, I guess... Thirst hits you last, right? If you're in a desert uh, island situation, right? You're, you're hungry. You're you're hungry first, and then you're thirsty second. Right, but thirsty is more important. Yeah, it's a more driving force, and so I'd say I'm thirsty. Yeah. I'm more thirsty. You're thirsty. Yeah, oh. especially because like I mean stuff I do for the podcast or whatever like history driven uh, a lot of it, and so stealing home, stealing home, stealing home. Stealing home. Yeah, it's yeah. also on iTunes under Stealing Home. Award eligible? Would you describe it as that? Yeah, award eligible. Uh, highly rated on iTunes. More than this podcast. Four and a half stars. More than this podcast. Well, I mean, that's mostly you, right? Yeah, right. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so uh, I, I try to learn stuff as much as possible is right. the gist of that. Yeah. And, uh, that's a real and these h- things are like at least introductory courses into things that I can research for. It's a real heartwarming story. Okay. Mm. Why don't we... Here's an idea. You're going to end this because you're out of battery power. I'm pretty close. What we're going to do is we're going to end this. You're going to buy me a port. Yeah, because I use some drinks. We're going to sit here. I'm going to fall asleep on one of these couches. Okay, till Rob Nyer shows up and then you're going to follow him wherever he goes. Foot massage. You can give me a foot massage. Oh. And uh, then we'll, yeah, we'll go upstairs and we'll, we'll 
I guess we'll cuddle. Share a bed. That's we'll actually a thing that's going to happen. You happen. and I are going to share a bed tonight. Yeah, and that's a comment on, um, not on our sexuality, but on our bank accounts. Yeah, I'd say so. More on my, mostly on my... Here's something for Gleeman. Can you ask him tomorrow if he's room with anybody? I feel like he's a solo room guy. He, I'm sure he might be. I understand, like, sociological, or, like, whatever, like, in his brain, he's a single room guy. But I assume that he makes enough money and or spends not enough money where he just gets a room for himself. And that interests me. So I would appreciate it if you find that I might out go tomorrow. take the other bed in his room. Oh. Oh. Like a rollout or just sleep on the... I don't know. Well, you think he got a king? I think he got a suite, probably. So you at least crash on the couch. Do you think that, that he has a king bed and then he lies out, just, just like, l- stretches out as far as he can and he says it's good to be the king? Yeah. King Gleeman? Yeah. Hey, can I... uh I don't know how much battery power you left. Yeah. Uh, but can I ask you about France? Because you're going to move there. Is this something you're comfortable speaking on? Yeah, sure. So, like, in a couple of days? No. In a few days? No. I thought you were like, after this, you're going to, like, the Boston area? Yeah. And then... I'll be there. I'll be in the Boston area till, uh mid to late September. Okay. So oh, okay. So a little while. Yeah. And then you're moving to France. The idea was for... to stick around to mostly to the end of the baseball season. And then your wife, and then you and your wife are moving to France. My wife will go over before me because she knows French and she knows how to do things. Okay. And then uh, while she's doing that, I'm gonna be here. Can I turn the tables and ask how you how you feel about that? Um, There's some anxiety, I assume. How's your French, by the way? I mean, is it serviceable? I would describe it as subservice. I don't understand what that means. I, bear, I don't either. I think I said poor. 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 Yeah. Poor. I don't know if that's a yeah that means like no money but I don't know if that means like <laughs> yeah. I have no money that's the, that's the other thing uh, uh, yeah I would say I'm uh, on the whole I would say I'm a um, so you know like how in the Pakoda yeah you know the Pakoda system it produces like uh, an improved rating okay yeah yeah and if it's fifty percent guys are probably going to be about the same. Above 50, you'll improve. You'll improve, yeah. I'd say in terms of, like, if you were to apply that same scale to excitement level, I'm above 50%. Because this is, like, Paris, or pretty much Paris? We're, no, no, we're going to be living in Montmartre, actually. I don't know where that is. Please uh, explain that. Montmartre is, like, where, like, a lot of the um, late 19th and early 20th century artists live. Okay. Uh, for example, did you ever see the movie Amelie? Yes. So the cafe, you know, the, there's like a cafe that mm-hmm. is prominent in that. Mm-hmm. We'll live a uh, block away from that. Oh, nice. We'll also I don't say why. Nice. Like, I understand where that area cool. is. Yeah. Okay, and cool. We'll, we'll live a cool. block away from where Van Gogh lived for a while. He's a person, yeah. He's yeah. a pretty big deal. Uh, yeah, that excited. just happens. Yeah. You're going to sit outside a lot. You're going to write. I mean, because what time is baseball on in France? Well, I'll probably do it. I'll probably watch baseball much the same way I do here, which is... Uh, well, first of all, I'm going to come back for the beginning of the season. Okay. Um, and secondly, um, I'll just watch, like, uh, you know, whether it's Corey Kluber or whether it's someone else. Like, okay. I'll just wait till the game's over and then watch his half innings. That's or if hard. it's a batter, like, say if Marcus Simeon is up next year, uh, I'll just watch his at-bats. It's mostly players. Like maybe a Jonathan Singleton, perhaps? I'm not that drawn to Jonathan Singleton. Well, You're right. pointing to your hat. That's that doesn't hat. play on radio, but I get it. Yeah, I, I understand. So okay. that's how I'd say that. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm a little nervous. I don't speak French particularly well. Um, I'm asking, like, not only for podcast purposes, and you might cut this, and I don't even care, but, yeah. like, as a 
We haven't dude. talked much. Next like, two, two, two dudes. Dude, dude. As a two dudes who have known each other for upwards of one year. Yeah. And uh, from yeah, a, no, a, I mean, I mean, excited, but I mean, I'm a little bit lucky a boss, in the sense that subordinate situation. Uh, not that, no, not really that. But I, my, uh, I'm lucky in the sense that my wife got a job there for a year, and she was really excited about the opportunity. Yeah. And I'm a husband, so I support her in that. There is that. And um, I'm fortunate enough to have this job where I can do it uh, on the internet and. Uh, geographical location is not of the utmost importance. Right. Um, and so I said, well, let's do that. That's, you know, this could... It's good situation. Good situation. Sit. Yeah. Situation. Sitch. Maybe sitch. 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 Yeah. And uh, so those are some factors. And then um, ultimately, you know, I said... Plus you know, it's France. I mean, I envy you a little bit. I mean... Yeah. I, I think mean, it'd be cool. I mean, I, I don't I don't speak French at all. Like, I took... Spanish or whatever. Yeah. I don't even speak Spanish. But I mean, like, I, make a, I have a plan. I have plans to maybe find some expat, like you know, an expat community. Okay. English speakers. Uh, I mean, I will also endeavor to to speak French and improve my French. I feel but, like you're, you're more situated than I, maybe for that big of a change, especially even it, the the language barrier and also the cultural barrier. Like, I feel like I can move to. California or yeah. you know Seattle or something, yeah, and be okay, yeah. But I don't know if I could pull off France. No, why? What would you? I don't know if I, I. Maybe an assimilation problem or something like that. Well, or, I mean, yeah, there is always a sort of culture shock experience. It's not that different in France. And like one thing that we were I mean, discussing, I've almost never been to France, so I don't even know. What they were discussing earlier is like you can't. You know, you just get like a cup of coffee. You cannot get a cup of coffee in France. You really can't. You cannot get a cup of drip coffee. Uh, in a Teeny lot of places, a, a lot coffee. of small coffee, yeah, yeah. and it's expensive. Yeah. Uh, one of the advantages is that. What do they drink in the morning then? Tea? No, they don't do tea. They don't really do tea. Do they do anything in the morning? They might do like a small espresso, just to get you a little jump start. But yeah, but they don't do. Uh, uh, they don't have. They don't have drip coffee, so far as I know. I mean, they might. I mean, so th- there are some things. There's like. Um, they have a term bobo, which is, means like a bohemian uh, something. It's like a buffoon. Bohemian buffoon. No, it's sort of like our our version of hipster, essentially. Okay. And they also say something is très Brooklyn. They have totally a term, Brooklyn. Yeah, very Brooklyn. Very Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah, and they will say this about some things. And there's some sort of. So they already see you coming. Is the point? There's American influence there. <laughs> there is some American influence, and so like some American style cafes have opened. Okay. Uh, that it will have. They might have drip coffee. I don't know. You know, it will require some ex- exploration. And uh, yeah, but that's part of it. I don't know. I, I think that's exciting. Yeah. Like, who knows? Who knows? Like, I'm gonna have to find a place that has drip coffee or doesn't. Yeah. I'm well, just gonna well, have to order three espressos and write on write on my laptop. Bring my laptop out to uh, yeah. Paris Internet. ParisInternet.com. <laughs> ParisInternet.org and, and shoot out some posts. Re, uh, I find because, that endearing. I, mean, I, we'll, I envy you almost. We'll walk. We'll walk a lot of places. Yeah. So we have, you know, we'll we'll be close to things we to which we can walk, and I think that's going to be like a a pretty large source of entertainment for us is walking places. I would agree. Yeah. I kind of want. I kind of want to. Do, would you be opposed to sending me correspondence every now and then? I mean, I'll talk to you. Okay. We could talk too are we on Skype, or you got a cell yeah, phone. Yeah, we could plan. do this like, exactly the same thing. Yeah, I would like that. We'll get. We'll just do update because I mean. 
uh, contrary to popular belief, I actually care about you, like as a person, oh. and so I, I care about you. Uh, in popular another belief is being uh, what what I send out to people <laughs> as the belief. Oh, I'm just saying, the populace is uh, they're aghast well, right now. Well, they're, they've turned this shocked. off by now. They're I mean, shocked, let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Let's, uh, but yeah, I would like to hear from you. Well, let's uh, see. I appreciate that, and it's been a pleasure knowing you, of course, and it will continue. <laughs> it will continue to be a pleasure knowing you. Um, I'm thirsty for one more port. Yeah, yeah. Before I'm another, uh, uh, before it's bedtime, and yeah. uh, actually, we can bring the let's bring it upstairs. That'll be fun. You want to bring this upstairs? Then this we're going to shut this down. Upstairs. We're going to bring the drinks upstairs. This is done. We're going to bring drinks. Podcast over. Drinks continue. Exactly. I agree because this is. Let's do it. Let's shake you hands. Have, you have maybe. This is what I do. Thirteen I don't know minutes if you know of this. usable footage. I don't know this. if you know this. I, I shake hands. I do this at the end, and whenever I um, interview a major league baseball player, is that right? I end it by shaking hands with them on air. I, d- I did Tim Hudson, Tony Singrani, uh John Axford. John Axford, yeah. Uh, I did it with a couple minor league players, except Byron Buxton. Byron Buxton. Did you give him a fist bump? Byron like Buxton these, was I like, say one of these like we're pounding. Byron Buxton was like, "You're lucky I'm looking at you." <laughs> do you know? Are you? Do you understand who I am? Me it, as being by, Byron. It was Buxton? a little strange because it was also it was a, it was actually during a like a rain delay or rain out. Yeah, he was like kind of hanging out, right? Yeah, it was it was a bit awkward. Let's let's stop this anyway. Okay, this has been David Temple of Notgraphs. Notgraphs of. Um, Stealinghome.org. Please subscribe. And an IT professional. IT professional by day, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, and an experimental Houston Astros fan. Yes. Yeah. Which I'm enjoying as of this point. That is David Temple. I'm Carson Stooley. This has been... Fangraphs Audio. <laughs>